0: Hello and welcome to episode 425 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I'm trying to grow my fruit, vegetables and herbs in my allotment and garden. Now today I have got a list of tasks that we can do throughout December and a few seeds that we can sow. But also Christmas is on the horizon so I've been asking around what people would like under the Christmas tree this year. But before that let's find out what I've been up to over this last week. It's Thursday the 25th of November 2021 today. I'm in the podding shed. Now, I have developed a cough this week. In fact, I've been off work since Tuesday morning. Quite a nasty cough, I've got to say. I had to go for a Covid test to make sure it wasn't Covid. And thankfully it wasn't. But uh, still a nasty cough. Now, I'll bring this up because I doubt I'm going to get to the allotment this week. This coffee is very nasty. I'm not going to be in work this week. I don't think that's appropriate for my customers. And if it's not appropriate for my customers, then it's probably not appropriate for other people on my allotment as well. So I'm not going to attend the allotment this week. I'll save that for next week. But I I can do a few bits at home. So that's not a huge problem. On that note, today I actually received my invoice for my next year's rent on the allotment comes to £80 for the two, so £40 each, or just under I should say, which I've paid and I'm very happy to pay that. I'm pleased to have both allotment plots and I don't think £80 for the year is too bad considering the size of it. It it certainly is good value for money in my opinion. And then this evening, I've been sowing some spring onions. These have gone into some of my wicking beds that I have at home. And they they will go into the greenhouse just for the time being. But I do like to start spring onions off a bit early at this time of year. And I find we do get an early start. Very easy to do, actually. Get the right variety of spring onions, sow them. And then when, once they're sown and they're popped into... Uh, well, I'm using my wicking trays, but it can be in the ground. They will need a bit of protection over winter. They will germinate quite quickly, but with a bit of protection, they should end up growing some nice early spring onions that are available at a decent size from sort of March, April time next year. Long time away, I know, but it is worth doing and thinking ahead. Right, so that's what I've been up to today here at home. It is Saturday the 27th of November 2021 today. I'm actually in my kitchen today. We've had a storm come through overnight and I'm sure many of us in the UK have spoken about it. I hope that you haven't received too much damage. I haven't been down the allotment to see what's gone on down there due to this cough. Like I said the other day, I don't think it's worth me risking anybody down in the allotment. But at home, I can say we've suffered no real damage or no damage at all really. But it has been strong winds. It's been very, very cold, very windy. So I've confined myself to the kitchen. And I've been making one of my favourite things to make. And it's called sweet chilli jam. Love making this. It's, It's a recipe that we'll put on the website in just a few days' time and I really want to do more cooking and more recipes it's just finding the time at the moment sweet chili jam absolutely love it this isn't the type of jam you would probably have with breakfast well I'm sure some people would what I love to do with sweet chili jam actually is get some toast cover the top in sweet chili jam then add some cheese and then melt that in the grill it is delicious it's very easy to make as well it it's eight red papers five chilies bit of ginger, 8 garlic cloves, uh, 400 grams of tomatoes, all into a, a food processor, chopped up, added to a pan with 750 grams of sugar and 250 ml of red wine vinegar. Boil it all up and then simmer for about an hour until it becomes a nice, sticky, gloopy mess. It is Delicious I've got to say. Like I say we'll put the recipe up on the website in just a couple of days time once I I finalize everything but uh, yeah it's been great actually using some of my homegrown ingredients to make something that I absolutely love and look forward to eating and also it's been great you know like I say with this storm I can't do much outside so it's been great just spending the time doing my second favorite thing cooking. It is Sunday the 28th of November 2021 today and I'm in the garden at home. Now, as I said, I haven't gone to the allotment this weekend. I really do need to go and check on everything down there, but I just don't think it's it's worth it with this cough. So hopefully during the week I'll be able to pop in there. I, sh- I suspect work's going to be pretty quiet this week, so if I can get down there early, all well and good. Luckily I have stayed at home because I've, I was doing my usual sort of weekend things that I do in the garden where it's just a bit of, bit of tidying up, bit of weeding, chopping up the water back in the greenhouse or checking on the water back in the greenhouse, cleaning out the chickens. But when I cleaned out my chickens I noticed that poppadom looked very ill Now, a couple of weeks ago, she actually started malting her feathers and started shedding her feathers in order to make a way for new ones. And I've been keeping a close eye on her because I thought it was a bit of an unusual time to start shedding feathers. And today when I checked on her she was just slumped over in the coop she had one of her legs that was just stuck out and very very cold to touch and didn't even try to move it it seems locked in position so what I've had to do I had a dog crate it was originally well actually I bought it originally for transporting the chickens and then it was for transporting Roxy but she's outgrown it so it's gone back to the chickens I quickly set it up with some straw and some um, wood shavings in there put a little pot of food and water in there and then just move Poppadon, this is my white chicken into the uh into that uh dog crate and then place that inside my house where hopefully it should warm up and she'll be okay I suspect she's suffering from cold the weather has turned really cold today as uh, after this storm that we've had to come through I suspect that's what the main problem is. And what with the loss of feathers, it's probably, I probably should have moved her in a bit sooner, but we'll see what happens. I'm gonna keep a close eye on her. So yeah, that's what I've been up to today. And in fact, that's what I've been up to this week here in Littlehampton. What have you been up to in your own allotments and your own gardens throughout this week? Please do let me know. I'm gonna wrap up the diary section for this week. Uh, so I'll run one of my commercial breaks and then I'll meet you back in the studio. Before we carry on with the podcast, hope you are enjoying it, by the way, I just want to ask you for some ways that you can help support me and the VegGrow podcast. Firstly, if you can share, share, share. The more listeners that know about it, the more we can share our experience. Leave a review on your podcatcher service. That really helps boost us up and get us seen. Then we have merchandise available on the Code Collection of t-shirts and mugs, with the Grower Podcast logo. Throughout December, we have added some mugs with a very special Christmas logo. Come January, they won't be available anymore. Finally, the number one method to support is the Supporters Members Club. I'm really pleased with this club that I've built. The current members also seem very happy with it too. Just £5 a month is what it costs to be a member. For that, you get extra podcasts and videos that go on behind the scenes and then you know what I'm up to. Added to that, each month I send out a monthly gift pack which includes a collection of seeds that can be sown that month. I sow these seeds along with you too, so we're all growing these together as a group. To find out more, just head over to the theveggroundpodcast.co.uk. And now, back to the podcast. Well, that was certainly a week where I did not do as much as I would have liked. But I can make up for it this week. But my biggest concern, of course, this week is with Poppadom, the chicken who is currently sat behind me in this very room i've got to say over the last 24 hours she has really perked up a lot her comb is looking a better color she's eating she's drinking she's awake she's looking a lot better and i'm very very relieved about that however Her leg is still stuck behind her in this awkward position. It's concerning, but I'm keeping a close eye on her. And I will be consulting someone with a bit of knowledge to what to do with this very soon as well. So far, so good. I've got to say that and fingers crossed she will pull through. Moving on from that on last night's live show I do a live show every Sunday night on our YouTube channel and Facebook page and I was asking the audience who are also gardeners that's the idea it's a conversation with gardeners what they would like to find underneath the Christmas tree this year and I've got to say I was really interested with the results what everyone was saying. I'm going to add the entire list to the blog post for this episode with all the links that is relevant, but this is going to be a bit of a sneak peek. The first suggestion that I had was a subscription to Gardner's World magazine, which is a very good suggestion, I thought. In fact, my sister actually gives me a subscription to a magazine each year too, and I thoroughly enjoy that. There was a lot of suggestions of tools from long-handled trowel to a shredder and everything in between. Now, when it comes to hand tools, I'm not particularly loyal to any one particular company. I just buy whatever I find suitable at the time. And in fact, I personally prefer my older tools that are 50, 60 years old. I think there's something magical about those. But when it comes to power tools, I've got to say Ryobi is the way to go for me. And I highly recommend Ryobi, partly because the battery tools are run off all the same batteries. And also I've got the mains powered shredder, which has been fantastic as well and very reliable. We also had suggested a personalised seed box. Now, this is a suggestion that I really, really like as a nice personal gift. Basically, it's a fairly large wooden storage box. And on the top, the person's name is edged into it with a nice little decoration. And I really like this. I thought it looked absolutely stunning. And it's something that I think, if you're looking for something a bit personal, a little bit special... This is something to look at. Similar to that, someone else suggested a trug in order to transport their vegetables home with. And again, I like this idea. I've got a little truck myself, but I also know we could get personalised trugs as well. I'll link to both of these in the blog post. In terms of plants, there was a few people that would said they would like a fruit tree or a bush or similar. But something that I've recently spotted, and it's on my list to Santa, is from Seedball, and it's an edible wildflower mix. Now, my garden is always aiming to be about edibles, but I did put a wildflower garden in last year. The idea being that it would encourage wildlife and pollinators, etc., etc., but since finding out about this edible wildflower mix, it's got me thinking that actually there might be a bit more that I can do with this and something that fits into my garden or my edible garden a bit better. So that's something definitely looking forward to trying out and, and getting. Uh, so that is a bit of a sneak peek of a few ideas that i have found like i said the entire list is on the, the website at the VegGrowPodcast.co.uk. if you want to check it out and i've added links to all the products that have been suggested or what i have found along the lines myself Now, in terms of for December, you know, this is a month when I think gardeners tend to retire. There's not much going on in the allotments, not much going on in the gardens. But actually, I've got to say, I think there's still a lot we can do. Now, December is a good time, especially Christmas Day or Boxing Day, to sow some onion seeds this is on a sunny windowsill it's when the exhibition onions are usually sown I did it last year and I've got to say I had some fantastic results a popular variety of this is called Elisa Craig but um, experiment and just see what packet of seeds you have or are available for that we could be sowing more broad beans directly outside where they are to grow, particularly the varieties such as the Sutton or Aqua Dulce Claudia, some of my favourite ones. I always grow Aqua Dulce Claudia, very reliable, and very good. They could do with being sewing outside underneath cloches if you can, but if you haven't, or are unable to get any cloches, then don't worry too much. We've got winter-hardy salad leaves, of course. Things like uh, lettuce, winter gem, or Arctic King—they all do okay. Again, I would pot them under a cloche or in a greenhouse, or even indoors on your windowsill if you need to. But uh, something I like to grow every month is salad leaves, such as lettuce or or what have you. Purely because we like to eat a lot of salads, and it's worth trying to sow and grow those all year round. Now, finally, we can't forget about the herb seeds that we can sow. Things like basil, dill, chives, mint. These will need sowing indoors and kept on something like a windowsill or a heated greenhouse to. To, to germinate, but I, I always do sow some of these. In fact, last night I sowed some chives and the idea here is they've gone into pots. They will start off in my heated propagators in my shed. They will go onto the windowsill, but then come April time, they can go outside and stay outside. And I'll do the same again next year. It keeps me a constant supply of chives in all year round. And chives are just fantastic on many, many dishes moving on from that because that is kind of all the seeds that we can sow there's a probably a few others that are a bit specialized a bit special but you know december is a busy month for many of us with christmas approaching and everything else going on but we could be planting out some of our fruit trees and Bushes this month, especially if you are able to get hold of bare rooted plants. Bare rooted plants are brilliant because they are cheap at this time of year to buy, and you can only buy them at this time of year because it's the only time they are going to establish. You just simply put them in the ground, give them a good a good load of compost and while they're dormant they will start to put their roots down while the compost is moist highly recommended I, i always say i have better results when planting out at this time of year in getting things established in fact something i want to do this month is get some new apple trees in my garden December can also be a good time to start pruning some of our fruit trees and bushes. I always look at the dead, diseased and damaged branches first, cut those away and then just work out what else I want to keep. Now the idea that we do it at this time of year is because there's no leaves, we can actually see the tree itself and see what needs to be done. If you have a lot of uh, leaks that are still in the ground and parsnips it's probably going to be a good idea to get them out of the ground before the soil becomes frozen now you can keep these in a, a box of sand or some or similar in order to make sure they are still available and still useful and don't deteriorate personally i like to get them blanched and then into the freezer so that they are ready to go on that subject, if you are checking over any of your brassicas, just to check out for any yellowing leaves, your cabbages, your Brussels sprouts, and just remove those. So the yellowing leaves is something that harbours pests and diseases, and actually, if you keep on top of it all year round, it does do pretty well. If you're a digger, you might want to start digging over your empty borders and add manure and compost. If you're no digger, then just add the manure and compost to the top of the the beds so that they are ready to go. Keep the fleece and... Protection to hand your cloches your fleeces, so that they can go over any of your plants that need a bit of protection uh, should the weather suddenly turn cold, like it has done. Which also brings me up to keeping an eye on the weather forecast so that you don't get caught out with anything that is a bit untoward. So a final job that I always like to do throughout December as well and it's one that can be done regardless of whether or not you have any daylight because I quite often like to do it in the evening just on my kitchen table and that's just to go through my collection of seats. Now, what I like to do is just see what seeds I really need to use up over this next year so that they can get prioritised. And if I've got any seeds that are going out of date, then I tend to try and get rid of them. Now, technically speaking, some people will argue that you don't need to get rid of any seeds that are out of date. But I do purely because otherwise I end up with way too many seeds and I just want to keep on top of it. So, yeah going through a seed box or your seed collecting is something i do highly recommend throughout december well there we go that is plenty to keep us busy throughout december like i say with the the quieter times in the garden and the dropping daylight hours it it does struggle to find time in order to make the most of our allotments and our gardens but but if you get cold weather and stuff as well i know sometimes it's not nice to go out and do the gardening at the same time and December can be very cold, can't it? Right, well, that is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you've got anything you would like to add, then please do email me, richard at or you can visit the website at theventuregrowerpodcast.co.uk. You can leave a voicemail or you can leave a comment on the bottom of a blog post. And of course, you can find me on social media. Just search for The Venture Grower Podcast. We will be back again next time, so until then, please take care.